Here's an intriguing question for you. Why isn't Yom Kippur before Rosh Hashanah? In other words, let's get the sins of the past taken care of and then start the new year. Well, here's an intriguing one-word possible answer, Zamboni. Shalom, everybody, and welcome to Rabbi E in 3. I'm Rabbi Yosef Edelstein, Rabbi E for short, and this podcast is, or at least aspires to be, a short burst of Jewish wisdom to elevate your life. And in the case of this particular episode, to elevate the end of not just the summer season, Rabbi Ian 3, but the end of the calendar year 5781. I'm recording this less than 24 hours before Rosh Hashanah. And in fact, at the beginning of this episode, I want to say, Shana Tova Umesuka, it should be a sweet, happy, healthy, good, productive, meaningful year for all of you, your family, all of creation. Oh boy, Zamboni days, huh? Wait, wait, that's the answer. What's the question? The question I started with is, why isn't Yom Kippur before Rosh Hashanah? Wouldn't it make more sense? Get rid of the sins of the past, move on to the future. Uh-uh. Hashem is smarter than we are. And I want to give us, you, a picture and reinforce in myself the idea of these first 10 days of the Jewish year, which are a unit. There's Rosh Hashanah, and there's a week in between, and then there's Yom Kippur. And I call them Zamboni days, which we'll get to, but the great rabbis call them a Seret Yemei Teshuvah. 10 days of return. It's often translated to Shuvah as repentance. That's a limited translation. Repentance means, I'm sorry for my sins. That's a part of the process of Teshuvah. We do that when? You know, Yom Kippur. But that's not the whole essence. Teshuvah, return. What are we returning to? And by the way, Teshuvah is not just limited to these 10 days or Yom Kippur. All year long, if we get off course, which we all do, we should try, I hope, to return to our better selves, to return to our deeper selves, to return to a connection with our essence, which Judaism teaches is spiritual. Every one of us is a holy neshama, a unique holy neshama, sent to this world to do great things. But we get off course, we get distracted, we get tempted, all of us, we make mistakes. Return to righteousness, goodness, our deeper self, the Torah's wisdom, God, <laughs> harmony with our fellow man, return to Shuva encompasses all those dimensions, of course. Ah, so the first 10 days of the year are called 10 days of Teshuvah. Well, on Rosh Hashanah, we don't mention our sins hardly at all. And we're not supposed to, our great rabbis say. That's Yom Kippur. So what is Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the new year. It's just, not just a, an arbitrary calendar year page turning. Hashem infuses everything with new potentiality and energy. And it's the anniversary of the creation of Adam, the first human being, which means that embedded in the essence of the day is the power of creation, of recreation. We relive that, every one of us. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. We're reborn on Rosh Hashanah. And in the prayers, we don't talk about our own personal transgressions. No, no, not at all. What are we talking about? The big picture. Rosh Hashanah is the wide-angle lens of everything, of what life is about. Myself, who am I as a human being? God, as Melech, as the ruler of this universe. That's one of the most common words in all the Rosh Hashanah prayers, Melech. I get reacquainted with the purpose of life. We also 
invoke the greatest moments in Jewish history because of course all mankind is the creation of God the Jewish people have a special role and mission in this world and and so part of our prayers we invoke the greatest hits of Jewish history the time when the Jewish people Avram and Yitzchak and and those assembled at Mount Sinai every man woman and child <coughs> accepting the Torah we invoke these great moments um, in our history not only our history, by the way, in the prayers of Rosh Hashanah, but we look forward to the Messianic age. We talk about when all mankind will unite to do God's will wholeheartedly. Makes sense, right? If Rosh Hashanah is the anniversary of the creation of man, it's a very universalistic message to Rosh Hashanah. Yes, we pray for the Jewish people and for Jerusalem, but we pray for all mankind to wake up to the deeper purpose of life. So, we hardly mention our sins at all. But then, after we've been inspired, I hope, by Rosh Hashanah and the shofar, which expresses the inner longing of the human heart and, and, and the actualization of our potential, so many symbols associated with the shofar that, 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 that brings all the prayers and hopes of us as we're recreated on Rosh Hashanah up, so to speak, to the throne of glory. When we've been inspired by Rosh Hashanah, when we've re-examined who we are, what we are, what we can be, Think big on Rosh Hashanah. Don't think small. Think universal, not just your own personal concerns, as important as they are. After we've been inspired and reinfused with that energy and that vision, then we have a week to kind of <laughs> look back in the past year how we fell short, which we all do, in, 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 fell short in living up to that vision. And then that culminates on Yom Kippur when God, in His mercy, purifies us Forgives us, yes, but even more purifies our souls, our divine image of the residue of all the negative words and thoughts and actions we did on th in the past year. But the point is, Teshuvah return, it's returning to forward motion. Does that make sense? It's not the point like, you know, God wants to settle scores on the past and then start the new year. No, God wants us to skate forward, doing wonderful, incredible, productive things in this world, every one of us utilizing our unique potential and expressing ourselves out there. So he starts the new year and the ice is smooth, that's Zamboni, and we skate. And every bit of energy, by the way, in those first 10 days, in, in prayer, in charity, in mitzvot, God is closer than any other time in the year, our rabbis say. And the, that, that means the, the air quality is better, the spiritual air quality, and the ice is smoother. And with that forward trajectory, then we have the energy and the vision to get rid of all the sins. If we started with Yom Kippur at the end of the last year, it's like on ice that's been skated on for five hours at the end of the free skating session. I grew up in Connecticut, right? You can't skate very far like that. You don't know what. But when the Zamboni machine smooths the ice, ah, you can move, it's beautiful. So we start the year with that energy, with that forward vision, and it culminates in Yom Kippur, where we get rid of all the encrustation, if you will, of all the negative things we did that prevent us from skating forward happily into the sunset for the coming year. So the 10 days of return to your deeper self, to your purer self, to a greater loyalty and fidelity, the wisdom of Judaism, to a greater harmony with your fellow man. Yom Kippur is all about also taking care of um, sins between our, uh, for asking forgiveness for sins between us and our fellow human being. Oh, there's so much to talk about. I'm going to stop now because I want to skate ahead and get ready for Rosh Hashanah, as I'm sure you do. Zamboni days. Put a lot of effort. Do extra in those Zamboni days, they say. It's not like you're faking God out by doing extra. No, no. That's who you really are. The ice gets blocked. <laughs> Sorry, I'm mixing metaphors, right? The ice gets scratched up in inwardly and outwardly. The air gets 
blocked by, you know, thick clouds. That's not who we really are. We really are spiritual, good people. And the 10 days of Teshuvah, we return to that that understanding of who we are and what life is all about. Have a wonderful, meaningful, beautiful Yom Kippur and 10 days of Teshuvah. And hear me next year.